Hey everybody, welcome to Ready and Rested. This is the show that aims to encourage the restless and the weary as we explore the grace and space between work and rest. I'm your host, Matthew Christopher Weimer. Um, normally, uh, lately, uh, I've been joined by my lovely wife, Melissa, um, but it's just me today uh, in... My old Hyundai Santa Fe, and that is not a uh, promotion. We are not sponsored in any way, but that would be incredible. But you know, um, today I wanted to talk about um, something. So we we're kind of wrapping up. We're we've got the the last these last two episodes are going to be about peace, um, and then we're going to wrap up that series and move on. Um, but I, I wanted to talk about peace in a way that I've, uh, I've thought often about, um, and that is peace as, uh, when I think of peace, the word, one of the words that comes to mind most often is this idea of restoration. Um, throughout the Bible, uh, there's this word that is used, shalom. Now, I am no, uh, I'm no, uh, scholar, uh, in, uh, in theology. And so, and I'm not, uh, I live around, uh, uh, many, um, there's, there's, there's many Jewish families kind of in the, in the area that I live in proximity to, and, um, they would school me, um, night and day, uh, as far as what the word shalom, uh, may mean. But from, from everything I've gleaned and garnered, um, it, it seems to kind of bring about this, this idea of making good on or, um, bringing wholeness. Um, and I think that's important, um, especially in this day and age. Uh, I feel like there's so much, uh, tearing down that we're, we're doing, um, with our words and a word like shalom, um, really, or a word like peace or restoration, um, really, uh, I think is, is a, a very healing thing to, to say or to extend to someone else. Um, this last week, um, my, our pastor, one of his last points in his sermon, um, and it was on restoration. And one of the the things th- that was like his last point was on how imagine um, th- this kind of difference that like we and and I, I heard 
I heard this somewhere else and it was in regards, to, it was talking about intimacy. I'm, I'm going on a rabbit trail within a rabbit trail. So follow me for, for just a moment. But um, I, I earlier, I think it was actually earlier last week, I was listening to something about um, intimacy uh, between a man and wife and, um, and, and maintaining that and keeping that whole. And one of the things they talked about is the idea of, um, of fantasy versus, um, versus desire. And desire is something that, uh, the way they defined it was, it was like desire is something that, um, can, can actually have, like is actually within the terms and the, the means. So, so in this, this situation inside the marriage bed, inside the marriage relationship, there's so many, there's, there's a, a plethora or there's a freedom that we have, um, to exercise in that, in that, in those in those boundaries, um, outside of those boundaries, that would, that would be for, for, for me that, or for, for Melissa, that would be a violation of the, those boundaries. Um, so, um, it's so, so is this idea that, that fantasy is kind of out, out there. And, um, on Sunday, pa- uh, our pastor was talking about this idea of fantasy in regards to, um, in regards to restoration and it was between dreams and, or it was between, um, imagination and fantasy. And so I, I really liked this kind of pairing of or this kind of, uh, dichotomy between these two words, because when I look at, look at the word restoration, I think one of the things that we first have to do, and this is the point that he made, was we have to have some sort of imagination for what could be. Um, We have to be able to uh, look at another person and and imagine what would that person be like if they were restored if they were whole and i don't know that that, that, that to me that's very exciting i think that's i think that's what hope ultimately is is it's when we use our imagination uh to bring around to bring about restoration and I, I know that for me, sometimes it has been very challenging to have hope or to extend a, an imagination for restoration with someone else in my life. If, if that relationship's been broken, it's hard for me to, to sometimes kind of repair that with, uh, um, with using, using the creativity in my mind to, to see what, what would that, what would that be like? And I think one of the reasons it, it, it can be so challenging for us is that we're, we're broken. And, and I think, even deeper than that, we 
we're broken. And I think what, I think sometimes it's hard for us to visualize what, what it actually would be, be like to be whole or to be restored. Now, I, I don't think this is an ultimate, um, that's the, that's the, uh, reformed, um, uh, side of me coming out. Uh, while we are, while we are in a imperfect world, we get glimpses of, of, of wholeness, of, of beauty, of joy, all around us at any moment. And I think we, we, I think we, I think there is a creator God above that he has an imagination. He, he is able to, and, and it's kind of weird saying he has an imagination because whenever he has an, whenever he has an idea for something, uh, it, it usually becomes, you know, it, it, it becomes so it, it becomes a reality. Um, but I think that he has given us a gift of imagination and creativity. And as an artist, this is, this is huge for me because I think sometimes it's, it's so much locked into, the the mediums and the 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 craft or the 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 technique of uh whether i'm painting or or i'm uh making music uh but it it goes i think it's one of those things it's like when people tell me that they cannot sing i tend to not believe them i i i tend to just think you know the the either the technique is not been trained and even then i I think thinking singing from a uh technical uh perspective or a classical sense like i mean if you've ever heard like somebody like tom waits sing uh, you know it's 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 a different kind of singing so if you can make a noise with your voice um and some people can't and i realize that but but for the vast majority um we can we can all sing, and so I, I I think it's similar to imagination. I think we all have imagination, and I can I I think we can we can kindle that. Now I am still stewing on the fantasy side of that, and I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Um, for those that go go to our church, I would love to hear what you guys think. Um, but, and I, th- I think that's, I think that's something where, um, I think we, we sometimes have false sense of hope or, or even we are not taking the time. I know I do this a lot. We're not taking the time to listen at what's really there because I think that's part of the imagine. I think that was part of the imagination that was defined, um, uh, in both of the cases that I mentioned earlier is there has to be some element of reality. Otherwise it's fantasy. And so if I'm, if I'm trying to extend, uh, uh, restoration to somebody, if I'm trying to, um, 
establish or provide or, or promote healing for somebody, if I'm not listening to them, I have to be careful because I might actually be doing them harm and I might be um, not actually um, fixing the real problem that is there. I might be uh, putting, um, I might be projecting a completely false image of what I think that they are. And so I think that does, it does take an amount of listening. It it takes an amount of um, quieting those, 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 those preloaded thoughts that we might have in our head when we're talking to somebody to, to, to realize um, what's actually there. And I think that's, I think that's honestly, if you look at, if you look at any good piece of good fiction, I know that's a a relative, you know, thing to say, but uh, you look at uh, classic example is probably Lord of the Rings. It's it's in the fantasy genre, um, but <laughs> excuse me, there there's an element of I think why that story resonates so much with so many is because there are there are substantial doses of of nonfiction in them. And I think when these stories that grip us so much, like we, you know, Harry Potter, whatever you want to go to, I I think there's a there's a an element of of truth there that um, that then can be stretched in and kind of, um, and revisioned and repackaged in a way that hits us in maybe an emotional sense in a different way that, uh, it, it, uh, it restore it, 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 it rekindles something that 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 maybe hearing that thing just by itself would have would have uh, almost uh, like a spoonful of sugar kind of thing. <laughs> because, like I said earlier, um, you know, this creator God of ours, um, when we look around at nature. And everything that's that's his that's his imagination at work when we look at ourselves that's when we talk to people and we see the complexity and the the nuance of of each person's story like that's god at work and um yeah it's it's beautiful and um i forget i i think it was it might have been um, every moment holy, but there was something about. I think it was the liturgy for for somebody writing fiction. Maybe maybe it wasn't that one, but it said every uh, something along the lines of everything <clears throat> like beauty. All beauty belongs to God. All truth belongs to God. And I I, I think that's I think that's in a nutshell. And, um, yeah, so those are some thoughts that I, I had, um, 
and I hope that they have captured your imagination in some way. And I, I hope that uh, as you go through the rest of your week, that you would be creative and imaginative in the reality that you're in and think of ways that you can bring hope into somebody's life. Think of ways that you can um, restore or heal. I just had a thought with, for like, I think one of the most practical ways of doing that is forgiveness. And if we think about forgiveness, forgiveness takes some imagination because we, even though, whether you're the offender or the offended, you have to stretch your imagination a little bit to think what would it be like if this person had never offended me? What would it be like if I never offended them and they were, they restored me to good graces with them? So those are some thoughts. I would love to hear your thoughts um, as always. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Ready and Rested. And I, like I said, I, I hope that you have a good week and uh, that you would go out and encourage and be creative about it. And uh, yeah, from from Melly uh, to me, uh, we just uh, want to tell you guys we love you and we are. Um, yeah, we're, we're thinking about you guys always and, uh, let us know what, um, what you guys want to talk about in the near future. We're going to be kind of shifting gears a little bit. Um, but that's all I've got for today. Uh, yes, like, and subscribe, all that stuff. All right. Bye guys. Love you.